0: From the heart of New York City. He
1: is the human suplex machine. This is the
0: Taz Show. Yeah, yeah. Talking wrestling, sports, and beyond.
1: It's the Black Tower Maniac coming out of Brooklyn, the one-man crime for He gonna leave you shook, try to beat him if you can, and survive if he lets you. You must suplex, and he coming for you too. Better watch out, the guy your mother warned you about. And he's got one question, I'll inform you about Like You're not afraid of a little competition, are you? Award-winning host and former
2: world heavyweight champion, Taz.
3: All right. All right. Thursday, Thursday edition of Taz Show. 246 How about that? Give me your numbers now (laughs) Yeah, That's why you gotta listen to watch the show Unbelievable Uh, Yeah, there you go right there, Taz Show Welcome to the show, ladies and gentlemen Gonna have an action-packed Two hours for you right here In this edition of the show So, if you are watching live at TazShow.com Or listening live, thank you for that Appreciate it Love you for it, you know that A lot of real supporters of the show here a lot of options out there, but you guys all knew who You guys all realize who know. You guys know who How does he have a shelf? he botches sentences? That's my gimmick. Uh yeah, you guys know who's number one. How about that? See, yeah, I can say what I want. Look, uh yeah, I appreciate you guys jumping on. Also listen to the podcast version at Spotify, iTunes, uh, tune in. I appreciate that. Oh I miss? I missed that. Oh play it. Forgot them. Huh. <laughs> uh yeah appreciate that too yeah right there sure or the vod maybe you're taking a vod every place like mike today you could be doing that i haven't spoken to mike lately i gotta give him a call see mike won't call you you have to call him that's mike today but i digress that's just he's old school that's how he is i, I th- actually think everybody i deal with's like that i'm starting to feel like it's me that like they're just avoiding me oh jeez, taz text me damn i gotta talk to this freaking guy Oh, no, he's calling me. Hey, Arnie, Taz is calling me. This is what I deal with. But I have tons of friends in the business. Oh, yeah. Tons. No. They all love me. Absolutely. So hey, this, you know Taz, uh, by the way. In this edition of the show, uh, we're going um, gonna to go over some NXT. I caught that. A little bit of Lucha Underground, for sure. Uh, also... Uh, gonna show you a little some a little quick little vignette video gimmick schnabit of Chikara for video wise for those that aren't familiar with it because tomorrow we'll have mike quackenbush on the show uh who is the director of fun as his title I believe is called he's basically the owner the boss the head honcho of chikara so we'll have big Mike on there and uh you guys, a lot of you guys know Joey Styles has been a big part lately of uh, working with Chikara.
0: Joey Jojo!
3: So uh, so that's good. I will not have Joey Styles on. How about that? Even though I do feel like calling him right now. <laughs> that's a whole other story. <laughs> maybe we should. Maybe we should. I don't know. Let me figure it out. Uh, we'll think about that. Uh, but if you want to call the show, you can do it. It's very simple, very easy process.
4: Attention hotline fans. All
3: you got to do is dial 866 475 2948. That's an 8 and a 6 and a 6. 475 2948. You can call there, Hotline Jones, and there's a new one. And uh, basically, we can, uh, we can talk about whatever it is you want to talk about, or you can tell me to go F myself. You could do that, too. Later on, we'll be on the Facebook Live, I believe. Is it fourth quarter, or is it an hour? What are we That's doing?
5: That's the plan, fourth quarter. Fourth
3: quarter. But as we saw yesterday here on the Taz Show, and all of you, the audience, realizes, that plan sometimes changes, and me, the host, is not told. It's Swerve City Jones. It was in the run sheet
5: yesterday, too.
3: Ah, Run sheet, pun sheet, (laughs) bun sheet. Stop. Does it matter what's in the run sheet? What does that matter? Uh, I got to talk a little bit about um, some news. Before I do that, I want to tell you, I am going to plug a little plug gimmick. Taz Tube Jones, my official um, YouTube uh, channel over there on YouTube. Go put in Taz Tube Jones in the search bar. I put a new video up. Hello, gimmick yes. There's like a six-minute schnabitz in there on uh, Raw versus SmackDown. I talked a little bit about it on the Taz show yesterday, I believe, but, you know, I got into more detail about it. Sometimes I don't have time on this show to get into detail on certain topics, hence TazTube Jones, or maybe I need an need immediate reaction to something, Taz tube Jones. So go subscribe to that if you'd like. And maybe you guys subscribe to a lot of this stuff and you're sick of subscribing and stuff, then don't. I-, I can't force you. If you don't want to subscribe, don't. I really don't care. I do care, but I don't care. I'm, I don't mean like I don't care like that, but like I don't care. But I do, you know. But it's not. I, I'm just. I, I, I'm just telling you. It don't matter if you want to do it. If you want to subscribe, you can. If you don't, you can. It's up to you. You might not want to. It's fine. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. it it's 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 okay. tube Jones. Actually, don't subscribe because if you don't, if I have less subscribers, I'll have less pressure. Do you understand? That makes sense. Yeah, so maybe don't subscribe, so then I have like three subscribers, so then I, I don't have pressure. So I could put up a video every week, and it could suck, and I won't feel bad. Just you eating a Beck. Yeah, just, I just <laughs> had a Beck. You saw that, right? Yeah. I just had a Beck. Um, it was an egg white Beck, so what is that called? That's a, it wasn't a full yellow Beck. We had a conversation before the show, bringing guys behind the scenes Jones before I get into the show here. Uh, Video O'Brien was concerned about his cholesterol level because what Video O'Brien's been doing, for those that don't know, oh, when do you hear this? It's crazy breaking news. Video O'Brien, after every, during, I should say, before every show, I went to after, during, before, before every show is eating a burrito, an egg burrito from this little deli downstairs. They make these great egg burritos with some red onion and cheese. And it's, it's, it's uh, nice. The, the eggs are not fried. They're kind of like steamed. And it's like a nice whole wheat tortilla. And I eat these burritos myself. Also, I enjoy them. They're not big; they're good, good size. But the video Brian, uh, I think the handsome Johnny, it, it told him about this place with these burritos and. For like two, three weeks straight, I believe Video Brian was obsessed with eating these burritos every single day. Brian saying two months. Yeah, two months, two months of eating these burritos. He, the guy was obsessed with these burritos, right? But now I eat them. I do eat them a lot. They're delicious. They really are. Now, I'm not going to plug the name of the place because they're not spending any advertising money. So that's how I am. So, uh, but I'll tell you this much: the place makes a hell of a burrito. I'll tell you this, bitches. And the thing is, Video Brian, I see him walking in the street one that one morning. It's like whatever it was, I don't know, probably 6 a.m. right in Manhattan. Now, yeah, it sounds crazy, but that's what happens. When you work on a Taz show, you see people who work on the show, including you, me, Taz, walking on the streets. <laughs> it's very, it happens. It's an early morning show, and we do bump into each other on the streets really early. It's us and the, and the machines that are cleaning the streets, and they don't do a good job of that, I promise. So anyway, so here's the deal. So video Brian goes, I go, where are you going? I thought he was quiet. I thought he's quitting too. I'm thinking, "Oh, the captain's quitting. This guy's quitting. Handsome Johnny's leaving. Probably, I got everybody leaving. i I t I wouldn't to be out here with the, just me. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, hi. Welcome uh, to the Taz Show. Um, it's just me. Uh, I, I'm running the video. I'll do that myself. Uh, I'll also screen. I'll also screen the calls. That's what the Taz Show's becoming. Everyone's leaving. Everyone. So I see hands I see Video of Brian in the street. I'm like, dude, where are you going? I figure, oh man, this guy's bolting. he's quitting. He's done. That's it. The and guy, and
5: Brian was like, you saw me? out?
3: <laughs> he's like, run it out. I'm like, where are you going? He goes, oh, I, got, I gotta get something. I go, you gonna get the burritos, bro? Burritos? He goes, no, 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 no. What do you mean no? I, I, he said no. He goes, I go, why? What? What? He's like, I can't eat them anymore. I go, what happened? Did you find like a roach in it? Like, what happened? Like someone like, you know, what is it? Like feces in there or something? You know, he goes no, no. He said my cholesterol. I go, you got high cholesterol, dude. The guy, you know, video Brian's lean. I mean, so he goes no, no. I, I, I but I, I, my cholesterol is going to go for the roof. I got to get something else, and he just runs to the place. So, I, so then I see him today, and I go Brian. You know, I've been eating eggs. This is a shoot. For I, I, I would every day I eat eggs. Not just in the morning. I'll eat them at night. Egg whites. I'll eat them during the day. I've been eating eggs for about 30 friggin' years, just about every day, without exaggerating, close to every day for 30 years. I love the egg. I'll eat it to scramble, the egg white, the whole egg, the whole thing, sunny side up, over easy, hard-boiled Jones. Anywhere you wanna go, I'll eat the egg. My cholesterol level is perfect. That's me knocking on wood and I just knocked the audio out of my headset. This place is like running on, it's, it's like cobwebs. I hit the day and my, my audio, my headset just went out.
5: Dude, <laughs> no, I'm not you kidding. you just a toolbox? It's just a roll of duct tape.
3: My audio's <laughs> going in and out. I think you just called me a toolbox. What the hell? <laughs> what does it sound like? Uh, hold on. You just called me a toolbox. No, um, uh, it's better now. So anyway, uh, what were they talking about? Jeez, uh, I drew a blank.
5: Talking about eating eggs every day for 30 oh, years. God, I was talking
3: about the Mets. Sorry. Um, <laughs> so anyway, so I eat eggs every day for 30 friggin' years. 30 years I'm eating eggs. My cholesterol, knock on wood, is perfect. 49 years old. Soon. I'll be 49 soon. My cholesterol is perfect. HDLC, HC, HLA, LLL, LCC. They got all these different letters with the cholesterol. I don't know which one's mine. They're all good. You don't have to worry about this egg cholesterol thing. Quite frankly, in the yolk of the egg is the biggest fear of the cholesterol. There's a lot of vitamins in the yolk. I told Video Brian this. I'm giving nutrition advice on this show. Why would anyone quit this show? You get a potpourri of everything. I, I mean, I'm giving you free nutrient advice, workout advice, medical advice, lifestyle advice. I give to people on this crew... Uh, relationship advice. I hear video Brian's talking to you. What is he saying? He
5: said he needs to watch his cholesterol so he stays healthy so he can work on this show forever. Oh, okay.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Will you stop? Okay. Oh, uh, another guy looking for an exit plan, but I digress. <laughs> so <laughs> they're jumping off the ship, folks. Oh, yeah. I- I'm going to have to change the name of the show soon to not the Taz show. It's got to be Solo Taz. Like, I need something <laughs> like Solo Jones Taz or something <laughs> like, you know, it's, it's just Taz. Like, just, it is just going to be the Taz show.
5: So it's just going to be it's the just, Taz show. I'm tell, it's going to be
3: me just sitting here. I'm telling you. In the middle of the morning, early, hi, <laughs> uh, guys. Uh, the Just
5: Taz show. The Just Taz show.
3: <laughs> dot, dot, dot. Seriously. That's going to be the, of the show. <laughs> I'm like, hey, CBS, I got people leaving the show left and right. They're quitting. What's going on? Ah, you'll be fine. Yo, I got a small team of like four dudes. What do you mean? I got two quitting. Maybe three. Nah, this will be good. Dude, I'm alone. That's the whole team. That's the whole team. What the hell? Help. Oh, jeez. Oh, I'm obviously kidding around. So uh, maybe. No, So nah, I am joking. So all right, let me talk to you a little bit about the news here. Instead of video Brian's egg issues. So, uh, you know, I don't cover news, but I do cover sports at times. So, yeah, in the baseball world, yeah, well, it's going down, folks. I'm wearing my Mets hat because I'm a hardcore Mets fan for a long time. Mets defeated the uh, Miami Marlins yesterday uh, in Miami, 5-2. to two. A, uh, In a very emotional series, um, you know, obviously because of the loss of, uh, of the young man, pitcher Jose Fernandez, a few days ago. So, it's been a very emotional series and a classy series between the Mets and the Marlins. So, the Mets are victorious, and I think they have two games out now to walk hard. They're sitting pretty good. I mean, some people say to me, hey, Taz, what do you think, dude? Do you think that the Mets are going to go all the way? And I want to say yes, but I say to these people, probably not. I mean, you got to look at last year was a real powerful team. Their pitching was insane last year. Right now, we got a lot of injuries. We, I did it again. Like I play for the Mets now. And starting in center field, number 13, Mike Taz, the rookie, the rookie. Yeah, I don't play for the Mets. I don't. But I said we. Anyway, so the Mets, you know, uh, psh, I just don't know if they're going to be able to go to the big dance. The Chicago Cubs are just dominant in the National League. I mean, it looks like they're going all the way, Jones. Uh, I hope the Mets can, but, I, you know, we'll see what happens. The Yankees, uh, that's a whole other story. They lo- they won. They won 5-3 to three over, the, over the Sox, the Red Sox, but I'm, I'm thinking I don't follow. I'm not following much. I think they might be done here just The about. Yankees
5: are four games out of the wild Yeah, so
3: they, 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 they're not gonna, they not going to. It's it's over. Sorry, Yankee fans. Thanks for coming. It's over. Speaking of the baseball, how about the Tim Tebow? Yes, yeah, the Florida Gator himself. Uh, the Tim Tebow, his, I believe it was his first at-bat, hit a home run, his first pitch he faced in his instructional league game. He went yard, as the uh, baseball vernacular goes. He went the distance. He's going the distance. He's going for
5: speed. You know that song? Yeah, but we can't have copyrighted material on I the know show, we so. can't, but we can say <laughs> to him in a band. Yeah. Who was, was it? it? Was it
3: Cake? Cake, yeah, yeah, yeah. Short skirt, long jacket, long jacket, I'm mean, not something, something like that, yeah, 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 what was yeah. It was a short skirt, uh, he's going the distance, Did dun 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 Well, we can play it and just, for the people listening live and watch live and make you do more work later, we can do that. <laughs> Maybe not. So, you guys know the song. So, uh, anyway, yeah, Tivo went the distance. He hit the home run. And, uh, that just goes to show, like, people have been wondering for years the instructional baseball league is a work yes absolutely so now people it's solidified for sure so uh, so Pete Rose the legendary Pete Rose the man known as Charlie Hustle is appealing uh, directly to baseball Hall of Fame to restore his eligibility okay uh, Rose is arguing that the lifetime baseball ban he agreed to in 1989 was never intended to keep him out of Cooperstown Pete Rose belongs in the Hall of Fame I don't care what anybody says okay I watched this guy, number 14, Cincinnati Reds, all the success he had, I think he went to play for the Phillies after that, I can't remember, I was a little kid, I was a Bambino, managed, coached all over the place, whatever he did, this guy was just beast mode Jones athlete, great baseball player. You don't get a moniker to nickname, Charlie Hustle by being a suck fest guy on the field, you gotta be good. You can't beat Sam in the box. You got to be good. <coughs> Excuse me. Charlie Hustle. That's a great name. I'm going to change my name to Charlie Hustle, too. <laughs> well, his first name is Bad Pete. Pfft. Whatever name that kid, Pete. So, um, anyway, Pete Rose, I think he, belongs to the, do you think he belongs to the Hall of Fame. Why not? Exactly. Well, I can tell you why not. Because he I, gambled on baseball. But didn't Michael Jordan gamble on basketball? Come on now. Don't let the facts get in the way of a good story. Michael Jordan, who do you ever beat? Please, Michael Jordan. He wasn't even that good. Overrated. <laughs> Stop joking. That was the greatest Here ever. come the tweets. No, I'm teasing. <laughs> I love Michael Jordan. I'm ribbing uh, Anyway, uh, so yeah, Pete Rose. Yeah, we'll see what happens. I mean, uh, you know. So it's kind of like Pete Rose. I met him once. In Los Angeles, because, uh, you know, he'd done some crazy stuff with WWE and stuff. Uh, the Big Red Machine gimmick, the playoff of the Cincinnati Reds, and then uh, Kane and all that stuff. And he was a really nice guy, Pete Rose. He was a little crazy, though. I got to be honest. A little out there. Crazy hair. Kind of had, like, hair like you'd see. Like, it's half harvest time, like Halloween. You know, like on the mop. And I, I'm no disrespect to Pete Rose, but his hair, he always reminded me of, like, a witch mop. Not mop, a broom. The broom, like the hair on a broom. That His hair was minor in that, you know? Like when he was in his prime. He had, like, mop. No, he had, like, witch hunt broom hair. Just be, I'm sorry. I just I got to be honest. And I'm a fan of the Charlie Hustle. I told you. I will break down sports different than everywhere else. I am promising you. I am promising you. By the way, uh, I know we're working on some audio... <laughs> well, the producers realize that we're working on this but i know we're working on some audio of i believe rex ryan pulled a little rib on julian edelman from the patriots yesterday in a press conference and we're gonna have that exclusive audio i know that the producer of this show the captain is working very hard on getting that audio all morning he's been plugging away at this let me know when you have it okay so uh because i'll play that in the football segment which will be coming up uh actually right now so uh that's not gonna work Okay, oh, we, we could well we could I, play
5: it a little later if you want.
3: Oh, what? Well, oh, really? Oh,
5: you need the? Uh, do you want? The oh, music? yeah. Well, well,
3: no. Well, we could do? I'll tell you what. Let us let's, let's hear the. Fr- this will be a nice segue into NFL talk. Actually, how about out of the NFL talk? We'll do it that way. Speaking of the NFL, and I, there's a little teaser. That's Broadcasting 101. A little teaser. I'm gonna play this exclusive. Well, maybe not exclusive, but there's audio of Rex Ryan, the, the Buffalo Bills head coach ribbing yesterday Julian Edelman of the New, York, New England Patriots they played this week the Pats and the Bills and we better win because see the problem is well I'll get to my my Rex Ryan thing in a little while all right so the Dolphins play tonight against the Cincinnati Bengals at 8 25 p.m Eastern time I'm gonna check this game out AFC uh, do battle gimmick schnabitz here I don't think I have oh no I do have uh someone on my bench or somebody from the Bengals who do I have I have somebody in my fancy football league Captain, do you have somebody on your league from from the one of these teams?
5: I have to double check. Oh, you're really on top of it, huh? Oh yeah. I Funny. won last week, so I was so uh Who did you beat again? Johnny. Oh really?
3: Interesting. Johnny. Um yeah, I'm trying to see I mean give me a second here, guys. I'm looking for my uh gimmick. Oh yeah, here we go. So I hear why do I hear talking? Who's talking in my headset? Is there someone else talking? Can't okay, be ignored. Okay, I'm just the main host of the show. Is it was Brian talking? Uh, to me?
5: No. It was Is making some okay? noise over here. Yeah, everything's fine.
3: <laughs> you seem a little <laughs> upset, dude. You sure? Jeez. Yeah, no. I have A.J. Green from the Bengals. Uh, he's going to be benched. Uh, I'm going to move him after the show. I'm benching A.J. Green uh, from the Bengals. They're playing the the, the Dolphins tonight, as I said. I, I'm tempted to put Tannehill. I got Tannehill. I'm like you now. I have three quarterbacks on my team. <laughs> I have Dak Prescott, which I believe in him, because they're going to smoke the 49ers, I believe, this week. I'm leaving him in. I got Tanny Hill on the bench, and I got Andrew Luck on the bench. Andrew Luck is going to be cut Jones. Never thought I would do that, but I'm cutting the Andrew Luck. He's he's banged up a little bit. His team's kind of men's and men's or whatever. But back to the Bengals. I have A.J. Green, who I'm going to bench, and I might, uh, I don't know. i got to figure this out. I can't put Eric Decker in because there's a problem with him. He's out from the Jets. That's more football talk. The Texans defense is on my bench. I'm getting rid of them because J.J. Watt's out, so I'm changing that. I love how I stooge myself off to everybody on this team. Taking notes. They're taking (laughs) notes. Okay, Taz's doing this. Yeah, so we can beat them. Yeah, that's smart of me. Real good move, Taz. Great stuff right there. Just telling all you guys my stuff. Anyway, so back to the football talk. So yeah, so tonight we will see the Dolphins and the Bengals will have at it. So I was talking about the New York Jets wide receiver, Eric Decker, who is a tremendous player obviously. I had an opportunity to meet him. My son and I meet him at a, we met him at a um, we had a uh, last year for Boomer Carton, a New York Yankee uh, fundraiser event. Uh, the Boomer Carton show hosted, and uh, I was on some celebrity softball team, and met uh, Eric Decker there. My kid took a pitch with him, and you know my kid's a fan of his, and it was pretty cool. Nice guy, big dude, a lot bigger than I thought he was, a lot taller than me, believe it or not. But um, yeah, he really is. Yeah. Will you stop? Uh, so anyway, yeah. Uh, so New York Jets wide receiver Eric Decker, unfortunately, is expected to go to undergo surgery. Uh, I'm sorry, undergo an MRI this week to determine. Uh, the deal with his shoulder he's got a banged up shoulder see what's going on there hopefully he doesn't need surgery so he's gonna have an MRI so we shall see you know as I normally say and I invented this saying where there's smoke there's fire so you got to be careful because I did invent that uh, the Seattle Seahawks my Seahawks they have signed a free agent running back CJ Spiller to a one-year deal now I know CJ Spiller he's a pretty talented guy but I got a problem with his name you know not am big into the names and CJ's not the problem Spiller is the name. Why in the F would we want a running back that his name is Spiller? Spill means to drop. Drop means football, means fumble. Now you're gonna have a guy fumbling. Bring back Beast Mode Lynch. Where's Marshawn? Probably drinking tequila somewhere in some bar in Mexico. Right now, as we speak. Where is the Marshawn Lynch? I don't know what's going on, the Seahawks, and they're going to, and what, oh, and, uh, and what's his name, Uh, Russell, uh, Russell, uh, Russell Wilson, Wilson. I almost said Westbrook, how am I doing, (laughs) Russell, (laughs) Russell uh, Wilson, he's going to play, meanwhile his leg was all smashed up, there's no reason to play him, on, you got next week off, you got a bye week, (sighs) no reason to play him. Bad move. Dallas Cowboys. I told you I got Dak Prescott. This kid's good, man. But anyway, wide receiver Dez Bryant has a hairline fracture in his right knee. Oof. But it's still hopeful to play against the 49ers this Sunday. Don't matter. My man Dak, he'll get it done. What's going on there when uh, the is back, Whenever that is? What's going to happen? That's like the Brady Garoppolo thing that almost happened. Don't forget Brissette. Yeah, that's true. But Garoppolo's better than Brissette. Yeah. Brissette. Brissette. He's a lot better. All right, so now, I, t- I promise you, i gave give you that awesome hook of the audio of uh, of Rex Ryan. So I want to set this up. This is at a press conference, and a lot of times they'll have, like, uh, players call in uh, to, like, the Buffalo media or whatever town it is, you know, whatever city, and the opposing team player will call in, like, you know, on, on a conference call, speaker phone, or whatever they're doing here. So this is Rex Ryan pretending. He's asking Julian Edelman a question. He's pretending to be, like, a reporter, I guess. Uh, I heard this uh, uh, briefly, and I want to hear it all now, and I want you guys to hear it, and I'm, I'm going to give my thoughts on it. Let's go. It be
2: even better because if everyone does their job.
6: Uh... Uh, Julian, this is uh, Walt Potolsky from the <laughs> Buffalo News. Uh, are you playing <laughs> quarterback this week? Huh? Are you playing quarterback this week? <laughs> Well, I'm going to do whatever the coach has asked me to do. So, you know, if, if they ask me to go out and and give a, you know, a glass of water to, you know, someone on the on the sideline, uh, I'm going to do that with a smile on my face if it helps our team win. So, you can ask coach that one.
3: All right, Julian, I will, buddy. <laughs> All right, Walt. You have a good one. <laughs> well, I I think right there at the tail end <clears throat> When Julian Edelman said, all right, Walt, you have a good one, I think he then realized that it was Rex Ryan who asked the question. Now, some people would say, ah, it's not right. Rex should have did that. Some would say, ah, he's just having fun. I'm, I'm kind of on the fence with this. I mean, I thought it was, you know, I thought it was funny. Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm not big on fun at other people's expenses. I am... I, 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 um, <laughs> Unfortunately, I, I I get this a lot, and a lot of us do on Twitter. Uh, you know, where I'm just having fun, yeah, at my expense, bitch. Yeah, you're having fun. It was a good laugh on my ass. So I mean, so if if Edelman, Edelman said that, I would get it, but he's not going. He didn't take Hyro Jones. I also find it interesting that the New England Patriots. I think he exposed Edelman did the secret to what why they win. They don't do cups, p- paper cups of water. They do glasses of water. Uh. Very interesting by the Patriots. They run around with glasses on the sideline. That's the secret. But the thing is, look, was it right that 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 he did this? Meaning Rex Ryan to him? Uh, probably not. Was it unprofessional? Absolutely. I mean, it was totally unprofessional from what we see in the NFL in the history of the NFL and the professionalism of it, and how all business persona it is with press conferences and stuff, and why they're boring as piss. Now, uh, from an entertainment perspective, this is why. Rex Ryan is great for the game because he keeps people talking about the game. Here we are week two or three, I'm sorry, three or four, whatever it is, of the NFL season. And you're not talking about postseason baseball. A lot of people, you know, they're talking about football and something like Rex Ryan. That's going to get what he did with Edelman. That's going to get some pub, you know, and it was funny. It was funny, uh, but it was a little unprofessional. It was. And Edelman, I mean, what is he going to do? He knows that he's getting ribbed. I mean, so it's like, this is why Rex Ryan belongs in the wrestling business. He really does. He belongs in the wrestling business as, as an agent somewhere. He should be an agent and, 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 and just needling and ribbing people. That that He belongs in the business. So I just thought that was funny. I mean, wh- you know, maybe he's going to get fined. Who knows? He might. Uh, from the NFL. Don't matter. He's got more money than he, he could. Yeah, yeah fine. Here you go. I'll give my brother another job. Don't matter. He'll be my attorney now. The Rob Ryan. The big, hairy, overweight man. Give him another job. Don't matter. You never heard that audio, right? I know you were hunting no, it down not. all morning you're hunting that down. Oh yeah.
5: What'd you think of it? It's pretty funny. I, thought I funny. can't see him getting fined for that. I mean Probably not, right? Nah.
3: You never know. I mean they, they they try to find these guys for anything though.
5: I know is it Antonio Brown who's been getting flack about his cleats? His
3: cleats, yeah. He had paint like a picture of his kids on the cleats, like a painting or an airbrush or whatever of his kids on the you know. And, and you know what? I understand there's a uniform code, there's there's a con- you it's in your contract. You know, they want all the players to be uniformed, and they have licensee deals with Nike or Under Armour, whoever it is, you know, and, and I get that. And that, that's how it goes. That's business, big business, multi million dollar business. Uh, so that's why I guess someone like Antonio Brown, when he's putting an airbrush of his, you know, his kids on there and his other shoe, he's got a picture of his goldfish and his dog and his, his frog, you know, you, you can't do stuff like that. I, I, I get that. And then, um, you know... I. But if, if they're gonna get fined, hey, you're getting fined five grand. To, you know, if a guy's making you know twenty million a year, whatever someone's making, you know, five grand is like a drop in a bucket. You know, twenty million a year. I mean, me, I'm not making that. I'm making you know like ten million a year. So you know, maybe less. Will you stop? So, so
5: five grand's like more of a golf ball in the.
3: Bucket. It's a golf ball in the bucket. Correct. Yes. Yes, it is. Now, uh, in uh, some wrestling news, there's your football news, by the way, in uh, some wrestling news, so SmackDown drew a 2.3 million viewers up from last week's 2.29. So, you know, uh, we're seeing again SmackDown getting over a little bit more than Raw, but again, SmackDown didn't have to compete with the presidential debate and Monday Night Football. More the reason why SmackDown has got no competition uh, and they're starting to really... Bilbo met him and dominate overall they really are and it's just written better. it's, perf- it's just the performance is better I, I told you this yesterday and like I said if you want to go to tattoo Jones and check me out over there I, I talked a lot about that my thoughts and opinions on this on uh, Smackdown versus raw but uh, good for good for WWE and Smackdown with this yeah that's, that's that's good stuff that's good I mean as a former Smackdown color commentator in myself I'm always kind of I guess rooting for Smackdown to do great without a doubt I mean I still have pride that I was uh, you know, a, a, a part of a lot of the shows there as a broadcaster, so uh, I had a lot of fun calling SmackDown back in the day, for sure, and I, I didn't I have a great time. So uh, Randy Orton uh, versus Bray Wyatt has been officially announced as a part of WWE No Mercy uh, for October 9th in Sacramento, Sacktown, uh, Sacramento, California. Okay, cool. No, Noam Dar is scheduled to begin as a part of the Royal Cruiserweights Division in October. Oh, good for him. He's, he's an excellent talent. We shall see. i got to go to break here in a minute. I'm trying to hustle through this. Ray Mysterio will face Jeff Hardy at Lucha La Limitado. How do you say this? Limitado. Thank you. El Limitado, the debu- uh, debut show on October 12th in uh, Washington State. So that should be interesting. And then Billy Corrigan, okay? Billy Corrigan uh, publicly was saying that he will definitely be uh, this Sunday at TNA's Bound for Glory. Um, rain or shine, he'll be there. I have a lot of thoughts and opinions about this stuff because the TNA stuff is a, a serious conversation. I'm going to go to break right now. I'll decide of break. I'll get to it. I'll get to some phone calls, too, and we'll get talking about NXT in a little bit. Uh, Tash Show, be right back.
7: Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. it.
3: Uh, yeah, uh, back here at Taz's show. Just looking at the Twitter, and uh, my man Rob Nasty, at Rob is Nasty on the Twitter. You know, he's a representative of Dallas, Texas, and he tweeted, as a representative of Dallas, Texas, He's from there, we don't want Romo back. Dak attack stays put. I hear you. Hashtag the Taz Show. Rob, I don't blame you. I'm not a representative of Dallas. I want him to kick ass. I think he's legit. And he's the quarterback of my fantasy team. I didn't expect that to happen, but he's doing great. So I'm keeping with him. Also, speaking of Rob Nassas, he also tweeted a, a nasty tweet to Radio.com app, which is apropos, And that's um, owned here by CBS. So apparently there's been a little trouble there today. He's a little pissed off. Hopefully it's working better. I don't know. Are we getting reports that there's an issue with the Radio.com app? I mean, Captain, maybe someone could find out. Is Handsome Johnny looking into this?
5: Johnny's looking into it. This is the first I'm hearing of it.
3: Okay, great. That's awesome. Space Act, just be talking and nobody hears me. Just you and Brian and John.
5: That's awesome. Yes. Brian goes, the video's working.
3: <laughs> That's true. So... No, so, uh, hey, on the Twitter, uh, just keep me posted, guys. If that thing's not working, let me know. No, and don't don't BS me, because I could find out. All I do is look at one little screen, that I can see it. says radio.com working or not. I don't want to do that right now. So if you're going to lie to me on Twitter, I can bust you. Right, I was talking before the break, right, going into break, about TNA. Hmm. Kind of a crappy situation they got going on, and I, and I feel bad for them. I do, because it's um, it seems like it's a little bit of a scary time. Going into Bound for Glory this Sunday, which is TNA's WrestleMania. And I've been part of a lot of Bound for Glories and had a blast doing them. And it's a, usually a great event. TNA does a great job with the event. And unfortunately, there is a, a really good chance that it, it might not even happen and TNA might just be kaput. So, uh, from what I understand, you know, you got three owners involved here. From, from you know, Dixie Carter's a majority owner, I believe.
5: I don't think she's a majority owner Not majority, of not majority,
3: uh, an owner, an owner, not majority is the wrong word, thank you. Billy Corrigan and Aralux company. So, seems like there's <laughs> some issues. I don't know what those issues are. I'm not going to comment because I don't know enough about that. But uh, I know Billy, Billy, uh, basically, uh, by the way, I'm getting a notification from people that are hearing the show, texting, the people that I trust, including my wife, I trust her.
5: Yeah, Johnny said Radio.com is working.
3: Really, I'm very proud of him. That's very nice. Both
5: the app and the website.
3: Oh, everything's working. Everything's
5: working on the show. Isn't that great?
3: Anyway, uh, so I, look, it sucks, kind of what's going on because you know, Billy went on, uh, you know, and went public and basically said that uh, he could not give a definitive yes that TNA Bound for Glory will take place. That's what I'm hearing. I don't know much about. I didn't hear what Billy said. I, uh, you know I got some information uh from people i know and the thing is like look <laughs> there's a lot of issues in tna and it's not good right now from what i hear and i just hope they can pull this out um they might be done and that, that would be horrible there'd be a lot of wrestlers out of work a lot of front office people out of work a lot of you know, production folks out of work, it would just suck. And the, the sad thing, too, for TNA is that Pop TV, their network that they're on every week, it are they're extremely happy with TNA, with their numbers and everything. So, you know, they're, they're putting up pretty good shows, and they got a bunch of impacts in the can, I believe, that they're ready to edit and put out. So they don't know what they can and cannot do. And, you know, I, I've been fortunate for my career to be part of many big events You know, from WrestleManias to Survivor Series, Royal Rumbles, barely legal on ECW, you know, Bound for Glories and all the big pay-per-views in TNA. You know, so I'm not bragging, but I'm saying this for a reason. And there's always an excitement that I've always had as a wrestler and when I was an announcer, both times, as a performer, that week leading into those big events. And I remember those as a wrestler and as an announcer. And I feel bad for all the talent, for the most part, that works for TNA going into Bound for Glory, that their angles have been pushed, that they've been working hard on their promos, on social media to get these storylines over, and and they can't get excited about Sunday because they don't know if Sunday's going to happen. So that sucks. That really sucks. So ov- hopefully over the next couple of days we'll find out more information about, you know, what's going on here. Um, <sighs> You know, I, I put out feelers, you know, to to people I know there and talk to some people, and it, it seems like it's kind of a, you know, rough, very, very rough time there right now. Hopefully things can turn around. And I mean that. Even you know, and some people I've been accused of in the past of being a TNA hater because I, I quit the company back in the day and there were some money issues and all that, and I don't cover their show on my show. I, I'm not a TNA hater at all, and I, I've... Those that really pay attention to what I say and do out here, no, I'm not, because I have covered TNA. I just don't cover them as much as I cover WWE or Ring of Honor or Lucha Underground or any of that stuff. So uh, I just choose not to. Not just uh, I have my uh, detailed reasons, and and I, I I I am still a little bit not mad at them, but you know I it, I left on my terms, but I left for reasons that you know are rude and insulting when it came down to my money. I pay me. <laughs> you know, and and that's what was the problem at the at the end of the day when I left. But they, they look, I have no problem with them. They I they owe me nothing. I I, I did my end, they paid me and, and we're cool. So that that was a long time ago we're cool. But my point is I, you know, I I always say and I usually say I want I want them to succeed. I wish them nothing but the best. I don't want to see them, you know, fold. Now, also As you guys know, uh, it's no secret, and I've talked about it, a lot of people have talked about it, there are, you know, WWE, uh, they're talking, they're talking about potentially purchasing TNA, and the library, and all this stuff, but it's not that simple now, because there's a lot of stuff going on, you got these three different heads of state of TNA.
5: Fight Network, I think, also has a minority ownership of the company, so it's four owners. You are correct,
3: yes, 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 so... Now, so that, that leads perfectly to my point, thank you for saying that, because if you're the WWE and you want to buy this tape library, well, you got to be careful now because you don't know what's going to happen. You know, you've you got to get all these parties that are, I don't care if they're majority, minority, big, big owners, small owners, 1% owners, whatever they are, they all got to agree and be cool with whatever WWE is looking to do as far as buying the library. There's a lot of legalese involved there. So you got to be careful. And Vince McMahon and company and Kevin Dunn and their legal team, they're far from dumb. That I promise. So those dudes know what they're doing. So uh, Vince has been down this road with Kevin before with, with companies and buying libraries. So they know what they're doing. Um, I don't know, man. It just the timing of it couldn't be worse. From a, And for those TNA fans out there, this has is, this is really got to suck a lot. Because they want to see Bound for Glory. They want to see the matches that have been promoted and pushed. You know, so I just feel bad um, all the way through because there's a lot of stuff, like a lot of things happening behind the scenes right now that w- we don't know. You know, none of us know. And you'll probably never know, and nor should we know. It's not our business. I, I don't even know if, if, if I'm anyone in power in the front office, including Billy Corrigan. I, I don't know if I-, I would go public right now. I just think it's too much of a toxic time going into Bound for Glory. Now, if you're going to promote Bound for Glory, I get it. But you don't even know what's going to happen. I would have loved to have Billy come on my show, sure. You know, just so people could hear whatever he's saying. But I wouldn't. I, I Not that, not that you've got to be fair, but you've got to be smart. I just don't think it's the right time. Un- unless you know he really feels he wants the audience to know, then I respect him for that. That's not the story. The story is that they got to survive here, whatever the hell's going on, three, four owners, whatever it is, they got to work this thing out and keep this thing going. Seriously. So wish them nothing but the best, and uh, I'll get closer into the story, try and find out more what's going on there and stuff like that. So, hey, uh, Trenton from Arizona, you're on the Tash Show.
6: Hey, um, just wanted to say uh, real quick that uh, Captain Tom. I love you, man. It really sucks to know that you're going to be gone. Uh, but at the same time, I know the Tash show is going to be awesome no matter what. But thank you. Trent. It does suck.
3: Yeah. Um. Are you gutted, Triton uh, To be honest, yeah. You know. It's <laughs> Come <just> on. Like, <laughs> no one likes the captain that much.
6: Well, if I'm being honest, you know, it's kind of <laughs> like, um, you know, it'd be like if. Um, Matthew Perry would be off of Friends. Like you're like, yeah, well, that sucks. You know, it does suck. But uh, but the entire thing will so will continue on. But
3: it's it's yeah, it does suck. But well, hey, 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 Trenton, were you a Seinfeld fan? Of course. <laughs> okay, let me ask you a question. We're, now, listen, let's see the analogy here. This might we might need a poll. Yeah. <laughs> tell, captain. I'm sure we need a poll. Would you think that the captain leaving the Taz show? would be the equivalent to George Costanza leaving the Taz show or Newman leaving the Taz show? (laughs) Or Kramer? Which one is it? Is it Kramer? Who is it? It's gotta be Kramer.
6: (laughs) (laughs) That's how I walk into the room every morning. I mean, Tom, I love you. You're great, but... I know the past shows are going to continue on. It's going to be it's going to be awesome no matter what. Well,
5: thank you for but the I, kind I, words, I, and I, you are right. It will it will be great.
6: Yeah, it, it's still going to be awesome. Does it suck? Yes, of
3: course. But I, I, maybe the fourth choice for is. Seinfeld could be Babu. Do you, do you
5: remember? <laughs> yeah. remember Babu? Remember? <laughs> yes. You're very bad man. Very very bad man. <laughs> bad <Batman. laughs> <laughs> Can I be the maestro? <laughs> the maestro? Not, I, no, yeah. Jay Peterman, bro. It's like Peter Jay Peterman <laughs> leaving the show. <laughs>
6: yeah, you know it, it's gonna suck, but at the same time, I always know that like with Taz. I mean, he, he's he's funny, he's random, he just he just he gets it, and he's he's gonna he's gonna continue on it. It's gonna be great. So. Thank you, sir.
3: I appreciate that, and uh, everything's gonna be great. We love everyone in this world, as you know, Trent. And you seem like you the same way. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> what do you want to talk about? My thing is
6: these wrestlers gotta retire they have to retire the whole catapult move hmm. where they like catapult somebody towards a turnbuckle it it looks so fake and uh, horrible its it's dude let me tell you something. it's funny
3: it's funny you mentioned that move, you know because i I never was a fan of it i I had someone wanted me to take it once I'm like, oh, come on dude, I can't take this bump the way you want me to take it's gonna look like crap i you know it's just it's not you got to have the right guys, like certain type of cruiserweights or even X-Division guys, you know, really leaner guys, smaller guys that are ultra-athletic, that can really springboard out and take the bump. But I, I, I agree with you. It's kind of a – I wouldn't say the word fake, but it, it kind of exposes the business. Let's put it that way. Well, you know,
6: yeah, I mean, you can see that they're jumping at their own will to make sure that it looks it looks correct. And it, it, it just doesn't look – there's – there's nothing that feels real about it. So let me get There's this straight, Trenton.
3: Let me get this straight. You got up this early from Arizona to call the show to talk about that you don't like the catapult move.
6: No, actually, <laughs> I know you're a big fan of Rob Zombie, so That's I just want, this. This is the one thing I wanted to say for for Captain Tom. Is this the is bleeding? this the
3: Trenton from Arizona segment? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I do want
6: to send Captain Tom on a on a on a big note if I could. So I went and I saw Rob Zombie live, Rob uh, Zombie and Corn, mm. and um, this random chick came up to me and she was, and and she uh, I, I to, I'll just say it was a vape, right? It was vape. a vape. <laughs> what the hell? It was yeah. a vape cigarette. Okay. And so <laughs> I had already been drinking, so I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll do it. Shocking. I'll just keep it a moment. Shocking. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you know what? I went ahead. I did the vape. <laughs> and uh, and it was a terrible idea. <laughs> and wait, and wait, the wait, 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 when was this? This was in July. So You've you here an hour ago. <laughs>
3: yeah. yeah That's about 30 minutes ago. Uh, so in July you were at a, a zombie concert and you did the vape. Some girls said try yes, to vape.
6: Yes, I did I did the vape. While you were drun-
3: while you were drunk.
6: Yes, 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 I was drunk. So, so I, I, I thought it was a good idea. I, I've always been able to be, you know, okay when I when I do the vape. But this time, it was horrible. It was the worst decision I've ever done in my entire life.
3: I hear you. Well, rumor, and, rumor has it, uh, Trent, just so you know, that uh, the captain actually, I, I found out, I did some digging. Thank you for calling, Trent, from Arizona. I did a little digging. I know where the captain's going. I know what you're doing, dude. So, you know, you tried to kayfabe me, but I know what's going on. <laughs> yeah, no, he's opening up a vape store. That's uh, that's what the truth is. Uh, no, that's what I heard. I'm, I'm opening just up a vape
5: cart. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Do you see how many carts are outside this building when we leave this place every day? That's what gave me the idea. There are It's insane. Are these carts legal for every kind of food product you want? And I make sure I stop at each one. I mean, I get something from somewhere. Would you like to try my wet nuts? No, sir. I don't want to try your wet nuts. I'm good. No, thank you. What do you mean, no? No, thanks. I'm good. Keep your wet nuts to yourself. But no, yes, you are looking to possibly... I do not know it was a cart, a vape <laughs> cart. That is funny. No one else has done that, right? I Dude, all okay, kidding aside, no. No one has done that. <laughs> wow. A vape cart. Oh, I can see the Photoshop gimmick schnabitz being happening on the Twitter right now. Oh, yeah.
5: I got to remind you, because we got totally sidetracked. Uh, there's that Chikara video we still need to show. Oh, I forgot about that.
3: Okay, I uh, appreciate you reminding me. See, that's what the new producer probably won't be able to do. <laughs> Maybe he will. Um, so <laughs> that really wasn't that impressive. Uh, so, yeah, Chikara. So we got Mike Quackenbush on tomorrow. Uncomfortable segue. Random, as that guy said. Taz is random. That means Taz is all over the map. That's what that means. That's a nice way of saying it. he's all over the map. Yeah, I forgot about the. I, yeah, we were supposed to do this the last segment, but we're, Ch- Chikara. Okay, I'm going to run this video. I talked about it earlier. Mike Quackenbush, the director of fun, will be on the show tomorrow. So if you're not watching the video, make sure you check this out later on the VOD. We'll put it out there. If you're watching the video, uh, um, check this out right now. We should have done some Facebook Live. Maybe we'll do a Facebook Live later also. Okay. For those that are on the Facebook Live watching. But it's only about 30 or 40 seconds, I believe. Uh, we're not going to use the audio. Or, we are. We are using the natural audio of it. Uh, It's just like a kind of a quick video. Uh, Check it out, guys. Enjoy it. There you have it. There you have it right there. Chikara. Chikara, yes. Good job right there. They do some really, you know, niche, kind of a niche type of fed, you know, a niche type of brand, you know, where they have kind of, um, you know, I guess you would say they're kind of a cult following from their fan base. They, uh, you know, we've heard Joey Styles talk about it on my show before, where they don't chant holy S when they like something. They chant holy poop. It's funny. I mean, if you, I've watched a little bit of their shows, and you just saw in that little v- video right there. They do a lot of comedy. <clears throat> it's not all comedy, but there is some comedy involved, and it's very entertaining. Definitely has a Japanese type of, uh, you know, Japanese pro wrestling feel. Not a strong... Not, I should say they don't have strong style. That's the wrong way to say it. Kind of like that niche Japanese type of feel to their... Uh, to the way it's produced. And Mike Quackenbush is a huge part of that obviously as the guy in charge and I uh, I will uh, talk with Mike tomorrow he'll be a guest on via the Skype and I need him to send me some uh (laughs) I need him to send me some what do you call it uh some Chikara gear so that right there was pretty cool I wanted some of you guys to see it if you never had seen Chikara before if you're watching the video by the way uh real quick here before I get to all my NXT I'm noticing stuff that's trending, and uh, yeah, well, unfortunately, um, the TAS show's not. Yeah, I guess we hit that threshold again, another threshold.
5: I see Chipper Jones is trending. Uh, what do you, you think of the name completely,
3: Chipper? completely, just completely took my joke, and you just basically, that's part of, this is your plan. You live to do this, because you're leaving the show, so why not completely... Upcut Taz and out... Sta- uh, 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 out not, up, not outstage him. Upcut him. Yeah, that's the word. On his joke.
5: Let's I didn't that. know you were going oh, for that.
3: You know me better than anybody. You say you see I, I, I'm talking about trending. You're looking at all the stuff trending and you see Chipper Jones and you know that's where I'm going. So you know what? Now I'm not going to say nothing about Chipper Jones. Nothing. You can. They love to hear you talk. Oh, this is awkward, Taz. Let's hear you talk about Chipper Jones. Ah! <laughs> So, well said. (laughs) Chipper Jones. I had a lot to say about this. In like two seconds, and you just ruined the moment for everybody. It didn't ruin it. Yes, you did ruin it! You shouldn't have upcutted me! Damn it! Flip Flip Furnham, at Real Flip Flip, just tweeted, in quotations, Would you like to try my wet notes? Untweet, well, unquote, but he's quoting me actually. So he didn't tweet it. He tweeted it, but he quoted me.
5: Wet notes? I meant nuts.
3: Damn it!
7: <laughs> what are you nuts? Jeez,
3: it's a rough segment for me. Having a hard time here. It's not good.
4: Hey, uh, Greg in Brooklyn, you're on the Taz show. Hey, what's going on, Taz? How you doing? How are you, big guy? Hi, ah, another crazy, rough day. Ahoy, captain. Ahoy. What's up? What's going on, guy? Uh, no, another day. I'm trying to get to work. I'm dealing with traffic hey. and everything. I got a whole bunch of other things going wrong. I, hear I didn't you. even hear the show. I was busy complaining to one of my uh, co workers. Complaining. I go, why am I complaining to you? I should probably. Call the show and complain to
3: that. Absolutely, that's what you do here. It's kind of like a venting moment, I guess. You get the show, you can vent here. Come on, put the window up, Greg.
4: You know the drill here. Put the window up. I know. I, I apologize. I was in. I'm in the Uber. I'm in the Uber. The guy had the window open in the back a little bit, so I do apologize. Hey,
3: there's nothing wrong with Uber. I'm a big fan of They're Uber. Great. They're great. Yeah, phenomenal. they are great. They're great. Actually, I'll be talking about Uber next week, I believe. So. Uh, oh really? Yes. So yeah. Enough. No. They've they they've partnered up with the Taz Show in the past and they partnered up again with me. So. Yes, uh, tell that Uber jobber to. Lo- I'll put the windows up before I found you guys and flip your car over or something.
4: Listen, listen. The guy's doing a good job. He's getting me to uh, we're a Midtown in pretty quick time. From so, well, I'm doing very proud of you. That's very nice. I'm Did begging I- you to get to your point, Greg. What? I have. I have other point. My one point was my main point. Where I wanted to call about was. Not. It's not a knock. It's actually a compliment. Uh-oh. About... That, when someone um, says that right there... A,
3: when No, listen, 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 bro. When you start a sentence like that, then that, that's bad. That's bad or
4: no, I don't believe so. I believe it's going to be... Okay, I go ahead. I think you're going to understand. You're right, you're As right. I think you're from booking, you'll get it. Okay, go ahead. All right. So, Humpty Promos used to do them every week. We had everybody with people sending in. I never sent in. I didn't have time. Right, right. I didn't know but it's something that I enjoyed them some yes. weeks. It wasn't my favorite day of the week right. but you know what? I listened to it. When it came, I listened to it. Thank, you. My thank show. you. Thank you. But now it's like every month comes and now we get the five guys who come in and I'm finding myself on that one day we get on paid promos wanting to hear more Humphrey promos for one day a month. Hmm. Uh, but I'm not saying, you listen, you should not change your show because I'm just a jobber. I'm just giving you my opinion of what I have felt. I realized a, show, a segment that I wasn't the biggest fan of, I miss now.
3: Because now absence makes the hop grow fonder. Of course. The harp, not the heart.
4: <laughs> the harp.
3: <laughs> that's, a, that's a trumpet. But, uh, yeah, so what you're saying is you were not a fan of when it was every week. It started to get a little annoying. ha But now, when it's monthly, now you're like jonesing for more update promos. Yeah, yeah.
4: because, like, you know, the guys who come in, they're, they're great. It's just, you know, you know I love all the all the guys who go the Joey's and uh, you right, know, right, right. the guys. Name them all. Except that. It's nice when you get a whole group of them in one, and you're not sure who's going to win. I mean, we know Dewey do Zander can't win. Uh, no, I think he's May banned. mean Lee Lee Means banned can't too win. now. Yeah, he's
3: banned I now. You just banned I, him. You, you're right. He is banned. Not I'm kidding. I,
4: I'm kidding. Don't know, I don't know if he's banned. I apologize. If I he's ban, very but, good. He's uh, very good.
3: Apparently, uh, there it, was some bad scuttlebutt, you know, Greg, on. I think it was the Bad Money Slim, I was not Some people are saying that he completely hacked an old Ric Flair promo. Uh, was it Bad yeah. Money Slim?
5: Was it I, Bad Ray Slim or was it Joey Zander? Was it Joey remember.
3: Zander? I can't I'm, – I'm, somebody who said jo- that, yeah. Uh, I don't know. It don't matter. I
4: I, I don't remember. I'm taking the flip, the flip on that one. I, I'm
3: sure you <laughs> are. Well, I'm very proud of you. Well, Greg, look, I appreciate the support in the, sh- the show. And I hope they promos, uh, they're going to stay monthly,
4: though, bro. I might even – I'm uh, just saying. Because I got a lot of stuff going no, on. You know what I mean? I, I love the monthly. I think the monthly – My uh, I was just wishing that if the idea ever came into your head down the line – to extend to have a few more people get through. Not myself because I haven't sent them enough, but right. I do enjoy them. Okay, I think that would be enjoyable for myself. Okay, but I'm only no, person. that's
3: cool. No, no, duly noted. Well, we'll think it over. I definitely, uh, and uh, and we'll see as look once the new year kicks in. Some things on the show. Thank you, Greg, for calling. I appreciate it. Uh, enjoy the Uber. Thank you, buddy. Um, yeah, I mean some things on the show for the positive will change. I think in the new year a little bit. Uh, there's a lot of things changing structurally in the company in the new year. So that's all another story. But it, it, nothing's going to affect the Tasha. Show. Tasha show will be here. Don't worry about that. That's all good. I got to go to break. We're going to on the other so- side of break there, Jabba's uh, NXT. Uh, should have time to get some Lucha Underground in the uh, second hour here NXT. going to break right now. I'll be right back, Tasha.
7: Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it.
1: All right,
3: we're back here on the Taz Show, this Thursday edition. One hour down, another hour to go. We can talk about some NXT in a little bit. About 30 minutes will be on Facebook Live. So we'll be doing that. Uh, what else was I just going to say? There was something else I was going to say. Oh, I was just talking to uh, Handsome. Oh, Handsome guy. No. I was just talking to Video Brian. And, you know, I knew this, but kind of was in the back of my brain. So I'm going to put him on the spot now in the air. So he shoots, like, outside of working on the Taz show, all his video producing and stuff. He shoots amazing drone stuff. Drone. So I walked in the control room. And I was sitting in there talking to him. Because he loves when I come visit him during the breaks. You know that he loves when I go in there. They love to see me, and I go in there and I'm talking to him, and I'm and he's watching some video, which has nothing to do with my show. He's just watching something about drones. Like, dude, what are are you watching? And why is this host suck? And I should be hosting this guy's show and bending him. And I know, Taz, you're great. And the thing is, he's watched this thing on drones. So I'm like, show me some of your drone stuff. And he shows me real quick some of his drone footage of, like, New York City and stuff like that or even some nature stuff. It's unbelievable. I'm like, yo, homeboy, why are we not using this in the show? Why? I don't know. Oh, we're going to. So soon I'll let you guys know when we use video Brian drone footage. You guys got to see it and you're gonna see it On my show. I try to help everybody on my team I try to get them over and off more popular than they ever were before anybody even knew who they were and then they could just Leave me. That's what I do They just leave And I'll be sitting here doing the Taz show Captain will be running his vape cart. Will you visit my cart? You're going to have, I predict, within six months, you'll probably have 20 vape carts all over Manhattan. (laughs) You'll be buying a massive home on the, you know, ocean, the south shore of Long Island, like a mansion.
5: I'm moving next door to you. You might even go more.
3: (laughs) 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 Yeah. You might even go more even high rent district. You might go north shore Long Island. That's big time stuff. That's where like all the pro athletes live. I'm just a jobber. I'm mid-card south shore Jones. But. Your Western Shore. Yeah. <laughs> Western <laughs> States Heritage Shore. But I'll tell you this right now, you'll be a big vape cart salesman and, and, and have like 10,000 Twitter followers. Video Brian will be, you know, uh, thanks to me promoting his drone video, he'll be the next Steven Spielberg, um, you know, uh, or George Lucas. And uh, and Handsome Johnny will be, you know, managing a topper's bar <laughs> uptown. So, uh... <laughs> so... Yes. So, and I'll be sitting here doing a Tash show, like I said earlier, all by myself. Welcome to the Tash show. Hello. 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 Someone answer the phones. They're ringing, 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 ringing. Yeah. That's me. Yep, that's the Taz Show. All right, so anyway, uh, we're going to show some of that drone footage. Maybe tomorrow or starting next week. i got to figure i got to talk to, to Video Brian. His stuff is really, really good. And I'm going to talk about NXT in a second here. Hey, Patrick in San Antonio, you're on the Taz Show. What's up, Taz? How you doing, buddy?
5: All right, Captain. Oh,
0: how you doing? Hey, we're going to miss you. All your fans of the Taz Show, you know, you keep, you're the yin and yang when it came to Taz. And you know, we're all gonna miss you. We really are. Well thank you. Yes oh. sir, yes
5: sir. He's
3: loved, so, man. He's loved worldwide the captain. He's uh he's kinda like that, you know, like <laughs> what are you laughing at? <laughs> what do you think I'm wait, what you, <laughs> you think I'm gonna insult you right away. He thinks I'm gonna insult him, Pat. I'm not, not right away. <laughs> <laughs> Let me stop.
0: Why? What's... Why does he always think that? <laughs> I don't know. Why would he think that?
3: Pat, what's going on, bud? What are we gonna talk about?
0: I, I got a, uh, one thing in particular. Uh, growing up, I'm from El Paso, El Paso, Texas. Yes. And I moved here to San Antonio, but one of my favorite wrestlers of all time has always been Eddie Guerrero. Yes, you
3: know? of course.
0: Um, rest in peace, you know, that dude. Yep. He, he always put on a show. Yep. Always put on a show. Absolutely. Perfectionist. Perfectionist. Now the Guerrero, um,
3: I believe the Guerreros, I, 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 I know they were, I mean, they either lived or they were from uh, El Paso, weren't they?
0: Yes, sir. They were actually, whole cool yeah. story. My great aunt used to babysit Boris kids, which were Eddie, you know, Chavo. Chavo, my mom, yeah, yeah, yeah. My, my mom used to uh, hang out over there when they were like maybe like five or six. Yeah. So whenever, they, whenever my aunt had to go and babysit, you know, the guys would be in the back wrestling while the kids would be looking out the window. Yeah. So I was like, wow. I was like, I couldn't know. I was like, I asked my mom, why didn't you marry Eddie? She started
3: laughing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny. I'll, t- but- I'll tell you what, Pat, check this out about about Eddie Guerrero and the Guerreros. You know, you know. I obviously I knew Eddie very well. I wrestled Eddie and, and, and wrestled against him with him and, and worked with him and had the opportunity uh, and honor to call a lot of his matches on SmackDown. And I miss him dearly, you know, uh, and a lot of us do. But I'll tell you this, uh, when I went to TNA – Um, that's when, and Eddie already had passed, you know, that's when I really got to know, find out more, believe it or not, about Eddie Guerrero from his brother Hector. And because Hector was the uh, Hispanic, you know, color commentator for TNA. And, well, I was the English, well, I tried to speak English commentator. So... (laughs) I did my best effort. Anyway, uh, and Hector and I would always talk. I knew Hector for years, and and I always respect, still respect Hector very much. And he would, you know, his love for his brother was just, it still is amazing. And Hector will talk about Eddie all day, and he would just tell me stories. We would just talk about when they were young, and and he would just tell me a story. I would just sit there and listen to him, like Mike Tanay and I. So, you know, uh, when you mentioned El Paso, and I'm thinking about... You know, Hector and Gorey and Chavo and Chavito, all these guys, and Eddie. And, you know, yeah, I mean, look, the, the great legacy wrestling family and Eddie, uh, obviously, legendary.
0: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, my my question to you, because you did commentate when he won the title. Yes. Against Brock. Yep. That was, on its, uh, that's still by far my, my favorite match of all time because that proved, even being a... Like, uh, uh, like a cruiserweight, you could still do amazing things. And that just proved to him, well, proved to everyone that, you know, it's no joke. Like, no. cruiserweights <laughs> can work. It's not they just that. Work.
3: Listen, listen, Pat, as long as the company gives those, uh, I wouldn't call it a cruiserweight. I would call it lighter weight or, or you know, a uh, wrestler compared to Brock, obviously. You know, as long as the company's giving that person the opportunity... Someone as good as a, you know, obviously, you know, Eddie Guerrero. Yeah, I mean, I, it, 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 I understand what you're saying. I guess from a fan's perspective, it would jump out to you. A massive, awesome, rightfully so victory for Eddie over Brock like that. The size difference, yeah. I get it. But it was also the WWE giving Eddie that opportunity, you know, which was nice to see WWE do because of the size difference. Yes, yeah,
0: sure. So my question to you was, how was that feeling when he won?
3: Oh, you, you really can't explain it because it, it you know, <clears throat> a lot. Thank you for calling, Patrick. I appreciate it from San Antonio. You know, look, I've uh, as a commentator, you know, I've been fortunate enough to be part of a lot of awesome matches as an announcer. So I've had, kind of had two careers, you know, as a wrestler, then one as an announcer, and this is part of my third career. So I've been fortunate enough to keep rolling and kind of try my best to reinvent myself. But I digress about that match and, and a lot of matches that had emotion behind it where you almost don't expect that person to win um, you know you want to come off spontaneous and shocked and surprised uh, the best you can and really have a awesome mixture of letting your true emotions as the commentator a former wrestler and someone who knew Eddie and Brock let that come out verbally, that's your job, and then also know when to shut your mouth and let the moment breathe, and let the live house reaction and the handheld microphones pick up what Eddie may or may not be saying, or the ring announcer announcing him as the new champ, all that stuff. <clears throat> you want all that nat sound, we call it, natural sound, natural audio, little inside audio. You like that, uh, right, uh, Cap? I like it a lot. I think I said it right in that sound. You knew that's kind of like inside baseball talk, right?
5: That's pushing, that's breaking down the fifth wall, too.
3: <laughs> that sound, you don't hear that much. <laughs> and you weren't even surprised. You were just, you knew, you know, you know, I know my stuff. Of course. Bro, please. So, anyway, yeah, it was the, the you got to let the natural audio of in the building and the people and all the elements around it. And as an announcer, sometimes that's not you. Sometimes the best thing you could say is nothing. And I actually learned that from Vince McMahon. And he's right. And his instincts on that are usually pretty good. I don't remember what I said or didn't say when Eddie won or what Michael Cole said or didn't say. I don't recall. But I do know, I remember the moment, and it felt like you get you kind of get goosebumps. And, and you would think, ah, oh, you're not in there wrestling. You don't feel, nah. You can relive things that happened to you vicariously through another talent, believe it or not. So that's a whole nother topic. But Eddie was a great champion uh he's a champion obviously up in heaven so and he's missed from fans worldwide and 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 coworkers, and stuff like that and his uh wrestling brethren and, and everything so um you know good caller right there patrick thank you buddy hey uh michael in brooklyn you're at the tash show hey guys morning what's up buddy
2: uh i wanted to just go over um the tna rumors that you guys were talking about before yeah Um, I was reading something on TheMainEventTalk.com, and it says that we can now confirm from two of our exclusive sources and longtime friends of the brand that Vince McMahon has indeed purchased TNA. One source did note that the sale did finalize and that there will be an official press release on Friday, and the other noted that the sale will finalize on Friday. And then there was also a tweet put out by Matt Hardy, or Broken Matt Hardy, right? Uh, just had a monumental, uh, pre, 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 pre I see the aftermath of the hashtag great war at hashtag bound for glory. I also saw where I'll be on Monday
5: night. I Do just, you that, can you pull that up? There?
3: Hold on. Hold on I, a second,
5: Mike. Sure. Okay. I'm seeing here. just had a monumental premonition. I've seen yeah, the I, aftermath of the great war at bound for glory. I also see where I'll be on Monday night. And he has, uh, like a gif of himself. Mhm
3: reacting. Well, uh, yeah, you know, as we do this show right now, Mike at 8:17 uh, a.m., I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm not saying your source on the uh, internet is wrong, but you know a lot of times this stuff is wrong. Uh Matt could be just doing, doing the bracket, broken Matt Hardy thing. I'm not saying you're wrong, brother. I'm just saying that um, you know, right now, as we're live at 8.17 a.m. on Thursday, September 29th, I haven't heard that from uh, or seen it on real credible source, uh, websites, to be frank, or anybody uh, texting me privately, um, but it could be true. I'm not saying it's not. You know what I mean, Mike? So I appreciate you sharing that with us.
2: I understand. I just – I hope it's rumors. Uh, I actually spoke to you last week, and you broke it down how Vince McMahon likes to put um, so-called bullets and things, and I just – don't think that this would be a really good move for the um, guys and girls involved in TNA.
3: No, it's horrible. Listen, brother, I live this. <laughs> I talked about this. I think yes. I did a podcast on a human podcast machine about this when. I, and thank you for calling, Michael. When when I, I just went to WWE and I was there like a year or so, year and a half, and uh, I remember we were at RAW and um, we were in a meeting uh, earlier. Whoever was invited to the production meeting, and we were told in a talent meeting. Um, You all need to be around the monitor at whatever show was starting at 9 9 p.m. live then, I think it was. All be around the monitor at 9 p.m. live. Watch the monitor. And sure enough, we didn't know what was going on. They kayfaved us. And we see that uh, Shane McMahon, we were in, ah, jeez, I'm drawing a blank. I think we were either in Cleveland or, man, I can't remember where the heck we were. Jeez. And we were somewhere uh, in Cleveland. I keep thinking Cleveland or Indianapolis. No, not Indianapolis. I don't know where it was, when Shane McMahon was in for WCW in the ring on Nitro, live, a live feed, and they were in, like, either Florida or Cancun or somewhere warm and nice. <laughs> um, Man, it's, it, if you could GTS this, Captain, I'd appreciate If you could find something, and I'm sure people are tweet me right now. They, they know where it was. A lot of fans just memorize the stuff. It's hard for me to memorize the stuff, especially when you lived it. Believe it or not, you kind of move on. It sounds weird, but it's true. Um, but, yeah, I remember that that feeling of seeing when they all told us, make sure you guys are on the monitor, okay, make sure you guys are on the monitor and all that kind of jazz, and and, and, and seeing the cold open. You got something?
5: I think I'm reading Panama City,
3: Florida. Yes. that's where Shane McMahon yeah, was, was for Nitro. Matrix. Thank you. I, see, that's why I got confused. I said Cancun or Florida, and it was warm. Panama is – No, Panama City, Florida. No, example. I know that, yeah, but I'm yeah. saying that's where I got confused. I thought Cuba, Panama, I, you know. And then I think in Florida, Panama!
5: <laughs> remember that song? Yes. Panama! And, and Raw was in Cleveland. Jeez, I'm good. You're an encyclopedia. It's unbelievable. I am really, really talented. I don't give a damn! So,
3: anyway, uh, I remember watching the monitor and sitting there, and then sure enough, Nitro is on one screen backstage. And, ah, oh man, I don't know if we saw it. was Road Warrior Animal who was working for WCW. Or it was, I can't remember who it was they showed in the cold open, like, backstage. And once we saw that they were piping and feeding Nitro to us backstage at Raw, or, or, you know, on you know, we knew we're doomed. <laughs> and when I say doom, what does that mean? Yeah, it's cool for fans. That was a cool moment for fans. But for all the wrestlers backstage, it was like, well, there goes our leverage. When you got to renegotiate your contract, there's no other place to make major money now. That This was years ago, in like, you know, 2001 or whatever. What year was
5: this? I think it was 2001. Yeah,
3: so it was a crazy time. It was definitely a, a, a crazy, crazy time. And so this now, uh, there's a lot of different variables involved with this. A lot of different variables involved than it was in 2001. That's what's interesting to me with this, because you have the WWE Network, where this is where TNA programming could live, if this is all true, the, you know their, their weekly show. You could obviously change it, get rid of some people, keep some people. Unfortunately, that's that's part of business. Or you could just kill their regular weekly show and kill the deal with Pop or whatever, which I don't know if they would. I think Vince and Kevin are a little smarter than that. And just use the tape library, as I talked about before here on the show this past week, I believe. So we'll have to see. I'm sure today a lot more information about this. We'll stay close to the story here on the Taz Show. Uh, Onto on the topic, I should say. And, um, you know, at the end of the show, I will try uh, my best to get some... Uh, I don't have sources, but sometimes I do. Let's put it that way. I will do my best to try and find some stuff out. So about uh, NXT, uh, like I said, I um, I got a chance to uh, to check it out. And, uh, you know, I, I really, 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 really um, like... This pairing, they went a route with Bobby Roode and Ty Dillinger, 10-10-10. A lot of people have been looking for Ty Dillinger to get that push. We've been hearing about it. And you guys know I'm a fan of Dillinger. I put him over a lot out here on the Taz Show. And I've always felt like this kid's got the size, the athleticism, the look, his promo ability. He connects to the audience with this 10 thing really, really, it's awesome. People like him and all this jazz. Well, he got to his match and he won uh, with the tiebreaker over Angelo Dawkins. And then Bobby Roode came out, cut this promo, got into it a little bit with Dillinger and Roode, who's over like Rover right now in TNA, and it couldn't happen. Oh, TNA, I'm sorry, with NXT, and it couldn't happen to happen to a much better any better guy because the Roode is the man, and he's been on my show here as you guys know in the past. So if you want to check that out. You can find that at com under the podcast. You, you can find out Rude, uh, when Rude was on. But anyway, uh, Rude came out. Basically, at the end of the day, he uh, asked Dillinger to be his partner for the Dusty Rhodes Classic, the tag team uh, you know uh, event they're going to have, the tournament. And, uh, you know, uh, you could see there was a connect. Uh, there was a relationship and a bond with Dillinger and Dusty Rhodes because, uh, you know, Bobby Rude hit on that, and he said, you know, uh, I know how close you are, and I'm paraphrasing, with Dusty Rhodes, and I guess Dillinger must have learned a lot from Dusty, because so many of those NXT younger wrestlers were Dusty Rhodes, God rest his soul, looked at them as his kids, as he would call it. You know, So uh, I thought that was a nice touch, even though, they, you know, I mean, this is like these guys are heels, but they're not. Like, I don't know what you – Bobby Roo is over so much with the glorious thing and, and Dillinger with the 10 thing. I don't know if they're heels or faces. These guys are like, I don't mind the gray area. Like, you know, they're just – they're cool, and, and I like that. You know, Dillinger's a younger, I don't want to say greener, but a younger wrestler where Rude is, you know, had a lot of success. He's far from retired, but he's a veteran. You know, he's still going to have a lot of success in WWE. It's like another career for Bobby Rude here. So I like this, and I think that they might be a favorite, in my opinion, possibly to win this tag team titles, or I could see Bobby Rude turning on Dillinger. You know, because they Dillinger maybe. In, uh, unfortunately, cost them a match you know, to win these t- the tournament, let's say. I'm putting this way ahead now. And I could see Bobby eventually turning on Dillinger, which would help Dillinger immensely. Now, did I sit here and think about this yesterday or last night at home? No, it's just, just things clicked to me as I'm talking. I might be wrong, but you guys are smart enough wrestling fans that are listening or watching me, and you guys could visualize what I just said because that's what Bobby Roode would do. They have a lot of success. They get down to the nitty-gritty finals or whatever. Dillinger costs them the match or whatever uh, accidentally, and then Rude beats the piss out of Dillinger. Next thing you know, we got Dillinger cranked up as a big baby face in a big angle with Bobby Rude. It elevates Ty Dillinger a lot to mix and rub with a guy like, like Rude, and Rude can just get cranking with a guy that can work young enough and uh, it, I think there'd be great chemistry as a team, segueing into opponents. That's how I could see that going. Uh, then we saw the uh, Hideo Tommy segment, and then we got into the uh, Ellie brothers. Two big twins, Gabrielle and Uriel. How do you say his name? Uriel. Uriel. It's another name. What are these names? Come on. How about Mike and Joe? How about George and Bob? I mean, you know, what happened to these? I mean, let's change their name. This is probably their real names, but I, I can't say the name of their last name. I can't even say their first name. They had two big twin brothers that are big dudes that they had Samoa Joe eat up and just completely destroy by himself. And I love Joe. He's a good friend of mine. I just don't think these two guys were the right guys for Joe to do this to. They painted it like it was going to be a match with the Ellie Brothers. What's their name?
5: It's the Ely Brothers? I think yeah, that's how it was pronounced. Ely.
3: Why can't you read, Taz, you dumb son of a bitch, Yankee? Some bitch got a show up big CBS radio. You can't even read. Oh. Could be true. Yes. So, <laughs> I don't know what to say. Definitely could be true. They painted it like uh, these guys are going to face the revival. And uh, it didn't happen. Samoa so Joe came out and beat up Gabe and Uriel. Call him Gabe now. <laughs> His headphones are screwed up, dude. Damn. Dirty Socket Jones. <laughs> you know the socket with a
5: you uh, clean nah, the I contact.
3: I can't even hear you. Yeah, contact it is? You got to clean the contact? Yeah, I think it needs a something. Needs some kind of a. Uh, maybe like a Dynaflow juice or something Maybe like a, a Vaseline
5: Some Vaseline in there? Right? Yeah, he put a little Vaseline in there <laughs> I think that's what works
3: <laughs> So, anyway, dirty Contact Jones So, like I said I don't know if Samoa Joe is, is uh, He's the right guy to lay a tag team out For sure, I get it I understand the story Samoa Joe, you know, he wants what he wants. He wants Regal out there. He wants his he wants me to be the champion. Ba 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 ba. Nakamura, what the heck? You jobber, you pissed me off, you know, you can't fight, you're hurt, the whole nine. I got it. I just don't think from a creative standpoint it was good to have Joe beat up two giant men like this. Well, Taz, you suplex big men and attacked guys, yeah. Not two guys this size, but I mean I just I think they could have went a different way instead of, if you want to put these two big twin brothers out there and, and paint like there's going to be a match so people can get, you can get an entrance for these guys and you can see they're impressive looking guys because they're identical twins, then don't just have them get cut off like that and get destroyed by one person. I don't think that's a good move. And the, Re- the Revival didn't want to get in the ring like, oh, we're good, we don't want to fight. That's fine. So, anyway, I don't think it's the end of the end of the world. But I, I didn't hate the segment. I'm, I'm a fan of Joe, so anything with Joe, I'm in. I like it. I dig it. And I think he's great. Uh, so, and then they showed the Dan Mather vignette. This time the announcers didn't react, which is the right thing to do, which is what they should have did last week. I don't know if I talked about that. I know I talked about Dan Mather, and I talked about it. I gave you guys his history because they didn't. They're using his real name but not telling you his history and his football background and all the stuff, fitness stuff he's done. They're not telling you anything about him. Okay, and that's okay if you, but be consistent. Last week you showed the vignette, you threw the vignette, and now this is consulting Jones right here, free consultant by Taz. You're welcome, Triple H. Okay, so what you want your announcers not to do is to one week throw to a vignette of two talent of a talent that's new, that's going to debut, and then or end or react to it, and then the following week completely blow it off. That's called inconsistency. That's bad. That hurts the credibility of your announced team. Game, you're welcome. Sorry, I'm a douche. Guy acts like I I do I don't I'm not alive. Nobody's alive. You don't work there. He's not alive. I am alive.
5: If it didn't happen there,
3: it didn't happen. If it didn't happen there, it's not happening anywhere. If it happens, it doesn't happen. If it didn't happen. It might not happen.
5: Any of this getting through to your son? They're totally going to hack that phrase right there. Uh, I think they will. That's a t
3: shirt. <laughs> that could be a front and back for a t shirt, <laughs> not just the back. <laughs> oh, wow. Come on, Taz, you're crazy bastard. All right, we got to go to break. Enough for the jocularity. I'll be on Facebook Live until this other of break. I'll keep talking about the NXT. I will try getting to the Lucha Underground if I can. Facebook.com slash the Taz show. Uh, we're moving, we're flying, we're jetting through this bad boy. The show's almost over. Uh, Final segment coming up after the break. Be right back.
7: Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it.
3: All right, well, fourth quarter city right here. We're on the Facebook, facebook.com slash the Taz Show, so you can watch the show right there if you want. Checking out the podcast version of the show on any of the many platforms. I appreciate it. Thank you very much, guys. Uh, oh, yeah, just so you guys know. Okay. Uh, yeah, apparently, dude. The CBS, they're telling me uh, I have to take off on Friday, October 7th. Uh, and also on Columbus Day, October 10th. They're telling me, it's not my choice. They're saying I, so yeah, there'll be no Taz show. October 7th uh, and October 10th which kind of looks like that would make it a four day weekend what the heck oh wow that's interesting what a weird coincidence but um, yeah it's not my fault yeah so uh, plan accordingly as they say there'll be no Taz show uh, October 7th and October 10th plan accordingly that means go F yourself how's that sound
5: yes it's
3: kind of rude, right? Yeah, sort of. I think they know. People that know me on the show, they know that. I don't really mean that.
5: You can say, please go after yourself.
3: <laughs> yeah. So uh, I was talking about the NXT. I'm going to keep talking about it. How about that? Because, uh, you know, I enjoyed it. I did. I enjoyed it. Um, I talked about the Samoa Joe stuff with the Ellie Twins. Ali, Ellie. Ellie. And uh, that he wants a shot. He wants he wants to knock him more, He wants the whole deal, the whole thing. Then we saw Mandy Rose versus Ember Moon. Now, Ember Moon is a girl that they're really cranking up and trying to push. They're really p- putting her over strong on commentary. Mandy Rose, the announcers did a good job here, Corey Graves and Tom Phillips. Given the backstory of Mandy Rose, I'm looking at him like, this girl looks familiar. Why does she look familiar? And then they said that she's from Tough Enough, I believe, the, the newer version of Tough Enough. So pretty girl, pretty blonde girl. She wears all this gold. Her boots, her knee pads, her her you know, tights. Or, well, top, bottom, whatever the girls would call it, whatever she's wearing. But I'll tell you what, the whole gold thing with the blonde hair and all that, and it looks great. She, she's got she jumps off the screen. This girl, so it's a real cool looking gimmick. I like it. Ember Moon is a very uh, talented girl, very athletic. She works a very physical style. Um, she looks like a very strong, explosive girl, Ember Moon. Very, very talented. She wins the match, Ember Moon. Okay, no shock there. That's that's who they're putting the money behind right now. But um, I really think that uh, this Ember Moon's got a big time future. Very unique girl, African American girl, but she's got some kind of contacts in her eyes, I believe. Right? It looks like some it kind looks of a, like it. some kind of a gimmick, Schneebus in her eyes. So it's kind of a funky looking, like the whole character. I mean, I I thought a little bit the announcers were overselling a little too much. That before, man, how you know they didn't say the word dangerous. I'm paraphrasing, but they sold her like she's ultra, like oh boy, this is gonna be bad. Oh boy, Mandy Rose in trouble. I don't think you want to go that far. I mean, come on, it's like what? What is? I mean, it's not like you know, what's she in there with? You know, like I think they oversold that a teeny bit, in my opinion. But again, I'm a little critical on that on the announcing stuff nitpicking Jones, as I'm called sometimes on that. But that's what, uh, that's, uh, what they pay me for. You know what I mean? That's, that's what the... We got the, on the Facebook Live, Mr. Vasquez, Vasquez says, Ember Strong Style Moon Jones. That is a perfect example, uh, Mr. Vasquez, how not to use Jones. See, because there's too many words involved. Ember, Ember Strong Style Moon Jones. It's kind of like, it doesn't flow. I would say... Uh, if you want to go with the strong style, and, you know, uh, you could go uh, Amber Strong style Jones instead of the moon. Take the moon out. Too many words. Too many words. So, that's the deal on that. Back to uh, Amber Moon. So, I think that she has a, uh, a, very, uh, a very bright future. It'd be interesting to see if they put her on Raw or SmackDown. How she would gel with the other girls, I'm not saying She's 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 not a dangerous worker. She seems very she's very rugged. She's very physical, which I respect that out of her. And I'm sure she's I don't know her. I'm sure she's a great girl and all that, and she's got respect and all that. But you can work that physical as long as you you know that someone's going to come back at you with the same physicality. That's how the business works. But I'm sure she's she gets that. She knows that. She's not at the level she's at for not knowing that. So I think I, and I like Mandy Rose too. I like both these girls. I I, I think Mandy Rose definitely has a bright future. She's got. You know, she was talking some smack during the match as a heel, like saying to Ember Moon, You'll never look like me, that type thing. And I get the heel heat that she's gunning for, they're making her gun for whatever, and I think that's fine. But it just she's gotta work on this, Mandy. You know? It didn't seem believable. Like it seemed like they gave her that line to say and, and it, it sounded like she was so she's green though. She's green. So she's gonna have to get better. It's that simple. Um, which I think sometimes bothers me. Not that I think so. I know sometimes it bothers me. That uh, on NXT, sometimes some talent are painted that way, that they need to get better. And sometimes, unfortunately, we hear the announcers say that. <laughs> the authors of pain wrestle, authors of pain, I should say, with the Hall of Famer, Paul Ellering, managing them against two enhancement wrestlers. And to my point about getting better, Corey Graves actually said this while he was putting over Authors of Pain, which Corey and Phillips did put them over, Authors of Pain. But what Corey said, and I cringed, and this is not the first time I've ever heard one of these commentators say this in NXT, quote, they are getting better. You know, that's just negative Nelly Jones. I mean, that's left-handed compliment Jones. You can't spin it like that can't say, I don't care if the talent's green. If you're going to have them, with a legendary figure like precious Paul Ellering, who managed the legendary road warriors, and Paul Ellering is in your Hall of Fame, and I'm not saying he doesn't belong, because he does, and you're going to put them on your TV or network, whatever you want to call it, and these two big giant guys, authors of pain, Sinister, nasty, mean, rugged, violent, dangerous. All the adjectives fit these guys, and that's cool. Don't say they keep getting better. You Anything you said to put them over or to elevate them, that just squashes them. Free Consultant Jones say two. So, <laughs> seriously, like... I don't understand. And I, and I, you, know, you guys know I like Corey Gray's work, you know, but you know, he's calling two shows. He's on the NXT gimmick and he's on the raw gimmick. You know, he's got a lot of opportunity, this dude. You know, so you gotta do a better job, brother. you're good, Corey. You're real good. I like you. But you gotta do a better job. And you also gotta do a better job when you're voicing over those lower thirds for the uh for the sell for tickets. For whatever it was. There was something they were sell they were oh uh there was something they were promoting, and it was a voiceover, and the audio mix was horrible on it. I don't remember what it was, but there was something randomly put in there, and they had Corey voice it over, and it was done at a different time. You could tell, but the audio mix sucked. I've done this a billion times, guys, on WWE and in TNA. And two things are vital, and Captain, you could chime in. Two things are vital on this. When you do a voiceover and you you're gonna, you're going to edit audio that's already done in a live arena... And now I'm going to, oh, God, we've got promote the promoter. I can't remember what the heck it was that they were promoting. There was something in a match. There was a lower 3rd with promotion for tickets for something. I just can't recall. Was it a
5: live event? I it
3: might remember. have been a live event. It might have been. I keep thinking it was something with the Dusty Rhodes Classic. I don't, I don't know what it was. Maybe keep an eye on Facebook. Maybe someone will say it on Facebook Live here. I don't know. Um, when you're doing this, when you voice this over, you need two things to make this work. When you're doing it after the show happens, days later or whenever it was. You need to have your inflection the right way and know what you said before the edit and after the edit. Okay? This is really pulling back the curtain. And you need an audio guy that's legit. Because the mix needs to be right. Please.
5: We got Steve Lumba on Facebook saying that the voiceover was for the Performance Center access on November the 14th. Thank
3: you, Steve. He is correct. Very, very. That's exactly what it was. Now, you heard what I'm saying about the yeah, mix. Definitely. The mix. The yeah. mix. How important, right? It's very important, right? It's, it's different tones, right? So I've done this, you know, where you're announcing live to tape in front of whatever two thousand people at f- full sale, or, or twenty thousand people at Staples Center, whatever it is. And now they need you a couple, and they tape it to air live to tape. And now they need me. Oh, Taz, we forgot to sell for the performance center. We got to do a lower third to tell people where to buy tickets or whatever. Now we're gonna put that in the authors of pain match. So now they have a, a producer who finds a spot where it'll fit, where there's a law in the match, and where the commentary, it could be okay to blade some of that, take out some of that commentary, and now let's have Taz VO it. What I used to do, I'd say, let me hear. I'd say, to the producer, the audio producer, the engineer, let me hear what I said and what my partner said right before me. And then what we said after, it needs to match, right? Yeah, Yeah. Same thing in podcasting audio, right or wrong. If you yeah. take something out, right? You need continuity and you need balance. Exactly, exactly. And the key, right? The audio's got to sound, you know, as close as possible. If you go back and watch this, it was bad. <laughs> it was. I mean, well, if, if Kevin Dunn heard this, he, he'd flip his wig. And, I, you know, I'm telling you. I, I, and you're like, wow, you're really a stickler for it. yeah. Because I expect more out of WWE. From a production standpoint, they're 10 times better than that. There's a guy who's the head audio engineer in Stanford, Connecticut. I'm not going to say his name. Okay, he's in charge of all audio guys. I've had the opportunity to work with this guy for years on SmackDown. And he became, now he's got a team under him. And he is the best. Audio got no disrespect to any of the great audio guys I've worked with, from the captain to Seth. To Kells, no disrespect, but my man, and i st- hes a behind-the-scenes guy. I'm not dropping names, the best, and he still works there, and he's in charge of a lot of these cats. He might not have heard this because this—this would make him go crazy. <laughs> this was not a good mix. Just, and I—I I, I put some of it on Corey too, as a talent. You gotta have your inflection, the way you speak, the right way. That's what I do here, guys. I kind of teach you guys about things that—that uh, you not no one's thinking about, and I'm telling you how it's done. And I hope that's why you're telling your friends and family and all your fan base about the Taz show. So that's what I do. I'm a doer. I'm a doer, Captain. Not a taker. <sighs> nice comeback. I believe so, it. Yo, oh, yeah, oh yeah. How about the CYPH Sipah man on top? What does that even mean? On the Facebook Live said Video Jones. My man Keith Ashley, hey, Goomba. He said, good hat, Goomba. I remember Big Keith. Oh, we're getting all the Facebook hearts now, the thumbs up from all the jobbers on there, the little nubs, little nubbing it. Nubby, what are you doing? Yep. They were all loving it. That's great. So uh, where was it? Oh, Jesse Easter. Might be the best Facebook comment yet. On the Facebook, he goes, yes, we are. Taz knows all. Yes. I am the smartest man alive. Gina Schofield said, you are a doer. Yes, I am a doer. And uh, Eric Vazzano said, Nubby Jones. That's funny. Um, so, a <laughs> lot of thumbs up. Everybody loves me. It's a happy festing time. <laughs> Singing Jones. <laughs> and the chairman said, Malaka! Someone said, when the captain's gone, can you still say Malaka? I don't know. Of course you can. Yeah, but it's Greek. So what? It's not as funny if you're not here.
5: Do you want me to call in from time to time and just yell it?
3: <laughs> Somehow it can make its way into the uh, sound effects store. You Possibly. Know. That I'll, could I'll make have to talk way. with them. <laughs> Maybe you could do, do a little VO down there. <laughs> Malaga! <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> so uh, back to the NXT. I don't know if I'm going to have time to do Lucha Underground, unfortunately. I would love Lucha Underground. I always do, by the way. Uh, I thought Katrina stole the show, but that's a whole nother story. She was great. But back to the NXT. Um, uh, oh, speaking of uh, uh, authors of pain, I was talking about. Yeah, authors of pain. So from a work perspective, these perspective. Look, this these guys did, enhancement match with someone call squash match. They did it the right way for guys that are younger and greener. This is how you do it. This is the right way to do it. Um, aggressive, stiff, intense, quick, swift beating. And they did it the right way. And the guys that were bumping for them did a good job bumping. Um, I think this is the right way to build off of the pain right now. I don't know what they're doing on live events, house shows, whatever. They, they obviously need to get their smooth working shoes going a little bit. Uh, then we saw uh, Liv Morgan against Oscar. This was quick. I thought this was going to be a little bit longer deal, but Oscar just ate her up. And Liv, she's got a big future. She looks great. Um, you know, but... Uh, Oscar, you know she's 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 the NXT Women's Champ, and she's in a groove right now. Um, you know I'm a fan of Oscar, her intensity and everything she brings. I, you know uh, I think she needs someone to push her. I think she needs a, a legitimate opponent. Who knows? Maybe it's Ember Moon. Who knows who it's going to be? But a lot of those great talents, those female talents, left NXT. You know, from obviously from Bailey to Sasha Banks to Becky Lynch and all these girls in Charlotte, and you know you you got to start rebuilding talent and and Triple H, as I said the other day, does a good job of that, and they're doing that right there on the on the NXT. So uh, Michael Lawson said, "Cake Vape Jones." Yes, that's for you, Captain. <laughs> yes. So uh, that's the deal on that and then we saw. Uh, oh wait, I was looking at my cheat sheet here. Oh here it is. Then we saw the last match was Lince Dorado uh, against Otama, uh, Otama, Hideo Otami, I should say. And it was uh, a really good match. Uh, you know, uh, Hideo wins the match. Uh, this Lince Dorado, I mean, we saw him just on Monday night on Monday Night Raw. So I don't know if he signed yet or not with these guys with WWE or not. But I'll tell you this, man. He is legit, real good, uh, does some amazing stuff for this match. I enjoyed this match by both these guys. Hideo works a very intense style He works angry, he always looks angry And I think that's good He looks pissed off You know, his, his physique doesn't fit that His work style fits it His facial expressions Are tremendous, Hideo And he's obviously a very credible Legitimate pro, and he is um, And then Austin Aries That angle is continuing with Hideo And Austin, which is great An A-double, he attacks the Tommy and then splits Which is fine So uh, we'll see where they're going with this thing uh, going down the road in the future. Uh, So uh, let me give some love in a second or two to the Facebook Live people. I also have uh, Richie from Texas. You're on the Taz Show. What's up, buddy?
7: Hi, Taz. First time long time. Oh, really? I'm very proud of you. Oh, right in the yam bag. What's going on, buddy? Hey, uh, I made a comment yesterday on Facebook about um, the—I was putting over The Miz, but when you read it, it I guess it was kind of confused how I put it out. Mm. Um, I think I typed out where um, The Miz pointed out one of the problems in career matches, no more NXT, no more Raw, it's over. And when you read it, it came off—it does sound kind of confusing, but when I made that comment, I was putting over The Miz because one of the issues I've seen in the past with career matches is where Ziggler, the wrestler who's putting in the current line, thirty days later they're gonna come back under a mask or they're gonna go back to the other brand. Mm. And that just defeats the purpose of uh putting your career up on the line. And I think the Miz did a good job covering plot holes. So wait, wait, hold on. Slow
3: comment. down slow down. Wait, wait, wait. So Rich Richie. So wait, what do you let me back up a little bit? So what do you say? You're saying that um you're saying the uh, you have a problem with I'm a little confused. No, no, Ziggler, no, no. let no, me finish let me finish like, with Ziggler putting his career on the line. I'm confused what you're saying.
7: Oh, no, it, it made the match seem really important. But then, like, no, like, as a fan, I'm watching, like, oh, Zigrang going to put his career on the line. He's going to oh. come back over our match.
3: Right, 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 right.
7: Uh, he's oh, gonna, okay. our, yeah. our, our, um, the Miz is going to send his butt down to, um, the other brand. And, it kind of defeats the purpose of putting in Kerr on the line. So I think the Miz did a great job covering that point because right. that way the fans could be more invested in this match. And I really am invested in this match. Me too, dude. I
3: I'm looking. For, I think I, that that angle they shot on SmackDown I think really amplified it big time. The feud and the angle between these two, seriously.
7: So like, like I don't know. I don't mean to be confusing yesterday, but it's kind of hard to be a keyboard warrior when I watch the Facebook live and yeah. Well, listen, bro, problems. bro,
3: bro, Richie, I appreciate you calling because you know you're you said something on Facebook and and things could be look via text and email. I say this all the time, you can read things the wrong way and you don't know. Like if someone is being sarcastic, or I don't remember your, your message, no disrespect, but I'm just saying, oh, yeah. you, you never know, you know what I mean, like what people say. And in my crazy brain, I always think like there's three different divisions of fans of the Taz Show. There are people that are on Facebook, there are people that are on Twitter, and there are people that call. And in my crazy mind, I think that none of you guys are the same, and you just proved me wrong.
7: <laughs> no, I love, I love the product, but it's just like, you know, like, um, I do was the if it I idea to, to make that little point, or the writers, but... It really makes the makes the curb match really important now because in the past people were like, oh, he's going to be on a raw like yeah. you know, Hardy or Tommy. Well, Tommy Dreamer won the title when he put the when he put his to the ECW title a couple of years ago. Seems so long. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I was I was just putting over to Miz over that comment yesterday and and um, it was a really great segment.
3: Yes, sir. Well, look, I appreciate you calling, Big Rich.
7: No, I appreciate you. I hope to call back some more. <laughs> All
3: right, buddy. We'll talk to you soon, buddy. Thanks, man. Keep it real down there in the uh, Texas. No doubt about it. Yesterday I made a comment that, uh, you know, so I could be having a bad day. Maybe I have to go to the bathroom. Maybe my colon is the size of Texas. And some people thought that was an interesting comment.
0: <laughs>
3: That's what some people said. I don't know. I really don't know. Random. Oseus Cl- uh, Keegan just said on Facebook Live, Cleveland. Thank you. Appreciate that. No one cares. Um, is
5: there, I guess he's talking about, about because... a 35-minute delay, I guess. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you know, but he could
3: be saying Cleveland because of the Miz and Ziggler, maybe.
5: Oh, that could be it, too. But
3: I was talking, you're right, I was talking earlier about the whole thing back in the day with Raw when uh, Shane McMahon was at Panama City for WCW, and I didn't, uh, yeah, or whatever. So, uh, Lizette Austin on the, uh, on the Twitter, she, on the Facebook live, I mean, she said, appreciative Jones, and uh, we get a lot of that. Uh, Paul Yates said, I'm spamming with a pink heart. What does that mean? He's spamming. He's eating spam. I don't know what that means. He's a spammer. I don't understand the joke. I don't understand the social media humor. I'm out of it. I'm old. Did you already talk about TNA, Jason Sexton? Yes, I did, sir. And uh, what I was saying, you could hear You know, when the podcast drops or the VOD later on, which segment was that? Roughly, was segment two, maybe. I was talking about TNA. If you get a chance, Captain, let I me know.
5: Think it was segment two.
3: Yeah, and I was just—I feel bad for them. I hope things bounce around. I know there's a lot of scuttlebutt right now as we're live here. Uh, it's almost 9 a.m. Eastern, and on September 29th, there was some scuttlebutt. Someone called in and said that uh, apparently there was a sale at someone—something on Twitter, one of these wrestling news accounts which a lot of times that's just a copy pasting, said that TNA has been sold to Vince McMahon. Uh, I don't think that's official just yet. I don't. Um, I'm kind of busy here, so I can't get full confirmation. I know the Captain Tom
5: here has been looking at the Twitter. I took a look. I can't find it corroborated anywhere else. Yeah, so.
3: look at you with the big words. Ah, <laughs> wow, corroborated. You're leaving the show. You're going to go start your whole line of vape, store, of vape carts in Manhattan. And what you're should? gonna tell your customers you wanna smoke some vape and corroborate?
5: I'm also gonna be selling that dic- rhymes actually. <laughs> I'm gonna be selling dictionaries too. Oh really? Oh yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, you know what you should do? Seriously. You should go and take the postman test. You should be a postman.
5: <laughs> you think so? I
3: think it'd be great. <laughs> I think it'd be great. If you drive that little postman van with the beard, I think it'd be awesome, dude. You'd be over like Rover. You're kidding me? You meet a lot of girls that way. I heard postman, the postman, they meet they meet a lot of young ladies. You can maybe find a new wife someplace.
5: You want me to be more like Newman, in other words. <laughs> Trying to explain to people you are the Newman of the show.
3: So that we need to put a, I need, we need a poll. So if – when the captain leaves, is that the equivalent? Somehow in your, your words or whoever's putting this tweet out from the Taz Show account, just like what's the equivalent? Is it like Newman leaving? Is it like George Costanza leaving? Is it like uh, Kramer leaving? Like I want people to tell me – because a lot of people are saying – that the handsome Johnny is kind of the Kramer of the show. And I saw I, a
5: couple of tweets on that.
3: I, I kind of agree with that. I got to be honest. I kind of agree with that. I do. I wanted to get into... I don't have time to get into uh, Lucha, 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 Lucha. But it was a great show. I'll try it tomorrow. Anticlimatic Jones. I'll talk about it maybe. I'll see. Uh, David King said, Taz, you need to buy TNA. Oh, I don't know if I have those kind of funds. I'm just a... Job of doing a streaming radio show. I'm a lowlander Jones, the new word for you, lowlander. You don't hear that much, lowlander. Yep, that's like low, like a yellow belly sap sucker. <laughs> right now, uh, well, the show might run a second or two late. Here. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. right now. What's uh, Dave? Oh wait, God, I'm all over the map. Douglas Davis Jr. said Seth is Newman, and that could be.
5: Nyman. Nyman.
3: So <laughs> no, uh Sap Sucker Jones, uh Yellowbelly Sapsucker and Lowlander Jones. So right now, Lean Mean, you know, he's gathering up all these sound bites for something. To make some video on something. So uh, you know, he's just so talented and I think we're gonna have to ban him from winning Hump day promos. So you're done tomorrow, right? You're leaving you know your last day? What's I thought going? today was.
5: Yes. <laughs> 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 you wish It'd be you funny wish. if it was announced like that. They, oh, are, by the way. Are they making you stay? No, I'm not being forced to they're, stay. They're not
3: telling you you have to stay until you, you help train someone or we have a new guy come in. They're not telling I you. I gave
5: that. them a date, which I think is reasonable to get someone in here on time to be trained. And
3: it was September 29th, I heard, right? <laughs> it,
5: it, it was the 28th, actually.
3: Witchy Wong. Witchy Wong. Richie Wong. God, say that 10 times on the Facebook said please don't go please don't go (laughs) (laughs) well that's the deal on that so anyway look at uh, that's basically another show right there in the books kids I mean uh, Taz Show City right there Thursday edition covered a lot of NXT and I'm sorry I didn't get into enough of the Ring of Honor Honor, Lucha Underground sorry just ran out of time had a lot going on we are going to run a Chikara video in the fourth quarter we didn't do that either
5: Disappointment Jones. Make promise. City. Are we gonna have to stop everything and put the video up? What? We could stop everything and put the video up again. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> um
3: <laughs> No. No no. We ran it in segment what two or three? The two Chikaro, Two. Alright, cool. Tomorrow, speaking of Chicaro, uh, the director of fun as he's called, the guy in charge of Ring of, of Ring of Honor, of uh, Chikara, that is Mike Quackenbush. Might have the greatest name in the history of wrestling will be on the Taz Show. Hope you guys enjoyed this edition of This Bitch. We'll be at you tomorrow. Yeah.
1: Said I was raised in the days of my space and screen names back then when I was only worried about my top friends. Now my circle is getting smaller. All these people acting fake, man. And to be honest, I don't even have a top 10. Me against the world. I've been doing what I really love. Haters been hiding behind the screen man they movie cuts. And when I'm back at home, it never feels the same cause we Been doing our own thing, trying to stay up I want to go back to days with no grades. We ordered the kids meal, play ball, that's all day I'm stuck looking at this Instagram page, but these likes on my picture don't result in getting paid now. I've been wondering where the party at, cause all of my concerns got me wondering where they got the Bacardi at. So going for another drink just to get away. We gotta live it up, Carolina here to stay. I'm and I won't leave. Back since I was shooting hoops New issues You know what I've been going through And it's for the team Know I go for my dreams I've been on